The following is a one-shot, ran by Jesse. We are all members of the Knights of the Braille. You can find them at www.knightsofthebraille.com. Our thanks go out to tabletopaudio.com for providing the ambient music. And our thanks also go out to Sean Hopper, who is providing the intro music for this introduction to the one-shot called The Curse of Strawberry Village. Do you have feelings for bugbears but can't tell anyone? Do you want to tell a certain bugbear that you really like the way that their fur curls around their eyes, but can't due to your family's dislike of bugbears? Well, problem is solved. We here at Buglow can hook you up with any of your phantasmal dreams. All you have to do is submit four gold pieces and we will ship you something that you will definitely enjoy discreetly through snail mail everybody to a one shot in the dysfunctionites universe i am going to be your dm this week i'm jesse uh this is my second attempt at dming we will see how it goes um I did this back in July, I think it was, at the Great Calamity campaign. So, this is called The Curse of Strawberry Village. <laughs> oh, God! <laughs> well played, sir. Well played. Well played. Touche, sir. Touche. When my phone autocorrected that, I was like, I have to use it for the camp for the one shot. That's awesome. Oh, that is excellent. All right, so uh, to start, Vicklis, you saw a notice that this village is having some sort of problem. They didn't really go into details. They just said adventurers wanted. We're having an issue. Please come save our town. And you were bored, so you decided to go and try and save their town. Okay. So you were standing in the town. It's a small town, probably about small village like three four hundred people or so and it looks like the only thing of note is a giant inn and it says all travelers are welcome it's basically the only place you can go on this road okay um well so i guess Nicholas is standing in this am i like at, at the outside of the town and i'm like the, the inn is like right in front of yeah, me yeah you're right? like the outskirts of the town Okay, so I am going to... There's like various houses and things like that, but it's the only business you can really see is the inn. Okay, is it... What time of day is it? It's like uh, afternoon, night? It's say. late afternoon. Not okay. yet even. Kind of probably four or five o'clock, I'd say. Okay. Well, Vickles is going to go in um, into the inn and walk inside. So this is a sparsely populated at the moment um 
the drunks obviously aren't out yet. Yep. And sitting on, you see a halfling bartender who's kind of wiping down the bar, looks up as you enter, and sitting on a stool at the bar is Richard's character. Richard, do you want to describe for us your dwarven character? Um, <clears throat> he's roughly about four foot six. Of course, you can't tell that since he's sitting on the bar stool. Um, he has like the dwarven stereotypical beard, except that you know it's he, he's really proud of it. It's really thick and bushy. Um, if you think groomed, you would not think this guy at all. It's almost. <laughs> It's almost like the, the beard has a mind of its own. You know, you, you can almost see like it moving and he's not doing anything. Um, he's he's sitting at the bar, you know, and, and he's got a mug of, uh, of ale in front of him, but you, you don't see any hands. All you see is like, it looks like the beard is holding the, the mug of ale. <laughs> you know, and, and I mean, he's your, he's your stereotypical dwarf. You can tell that he's been in some battles and and right now he looks like he's really comfortable because he has a uh, a roof over his head. Okay. Um. So, Viklas is going to walk to the uh, to the bar and then he's going to signal the bar- the bartender. The bartender will come over you. Well met, traveler. Are you one of them there adventurers that are responding to our call for help? Uh, yeah, something like that. Um, do you happen to have a frost mage? I actually do. That'll be five copper. All right, fantastic. Can I get one of those, please? And, uh, yeah, what is the deal with the sign? Well, it's been kind of crazy around these parts. Um, people are vanishing. They're saying there's a lot of trouble around the graveyard area. We hear howls at night almost like there's some kind of big creature we don't really know what it is but livestock are being taken a few people have been disappearing and we just really want to take care of and none of us are really strong enough to do it so we figured why not hire some adventurers hmm all right it was a payment like that's why i've been trying to get out of him for about an hour now holy fake shit Holy shit, I thought that that was just a beard. Damn. Well, a fine beard, if you ask me. I don't know, go on, mate. <clears throat> I've been trying to get what he's gonna pay out of him for a fucking hour. And I thought he fucking knows what the creature is, but he won't tell me. Because I'll fucking leave in a heartbeat if it's what I think it is. Well, Sir, if you're gonna act like an asshole, you can leave my establishment. Oh, well, I am a fucking asshole. Alright, 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 alright. He's just gonna like put Vickless put his arms in between the two of them and say, like, alright, alright, hold on a second. And then uh Um Well do you do you have more information about what what the uh what is it that might be causing this? He asked the bartender. There's been some big footprints that some of us have seen. Um we're not really sure, we just know that it's some sort of big creature. Mm. And the payment will be 200 gold each from you from the town yeah so who do i talk to after to get payment you or you'll have to talk to the mayor after the job's done 
Alright, alright. I'm gonna turn to uh to the dwarf and say, like, What is your name after Master Dwarf? After you, as you're doing that he will fill your mead and bring it over to you in a tanker. Cool. Name Stonemaya Vorbax. And what Zer- might your name be, sir? Uh name is Vickless. Vickless Marshmantle. Pirate. <clears throat> well, I've heard of you, I think. Probably you know. What you you ain't the one that goes around singing in these bars and all, are you? Uh well singing is not quite in my act anymore. It's more like ventriloquy. Ventriloquy? Yeah. What the hell is ventriloquy? Oh, well, <clears throat> well let me demonstrate. So Vickless is gonna reach in his back. And then he's gonna pull out the bat, the the head, his a mummified head, and he's gonna show it to the dwarf. What the hell did he fucking do to you? Uh, nothing. This is just a, a trinket from previous uh, adventures. But if I were to just grab my meat for a second, so he's gonna grab the the fla- the uh, flask of meat that that was just brought to him by the bartender and start just drinking, and the head starts saying. Start singing, I am a pretty head, I am a pretty head, look at me talk, this is bullshit, why they treat me like that? And then just this big class is slapping him in the back. I am a pretty head, I am a pretty head, this is a good head. The halfling bartender is slapping his knee laughing and he looks over at you. That's great. That's, I fucking love it. The second flag in a mead's on me. Ah, oh, thank you. That's uh, that's That's oh. what I like to hear. And then as he he takes the head, slowly start putting it back into the back, and then the head starts complaining, like, yo, what the fuck? What, 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 what? Yeah, he just pushes it back into the back. <clears throat> yeah, ventriloquy. Oh, that's fucking brilliant, it is. Mm-hmm. I like it. So, Master Dorf, you were saying that you had an idea of what it could be. Hunting the woods? Yeah, but I don't want to say because if you say, it comes true. A lot of people here are thinking the town's cursed. I mean, it seems whatever's going on seems to come from the graveyard. Mm. So I'd probably recommend starting there. I mean, killed my brother last week, ripped him completely in half, whatever this thing was, and it just deposited him on my front stoop. I mean, that's pretty fucked up. Yeah, you're okay, dude. Are you alright? Do you need to you need to talk to somebody? Are you like, dude? And then he just put he just tries to like put his arm around the bartender's like. Are you okay? That just sounds horrible. I just picture Vickless like leaning down trying to put his arm around this halfway. Yeah. <laughs> like you gotta sit uh, Indian style to yeah. put your arm around. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm okay. We, we didn't really get along very well, but it was still something horrible to see. I mean, someone you grew up with, you see legs over there, you see the head, you know, by the garbage can. I mean, it, it's pretty fucked up. Oh, I don't really have fond memories of uh, graveyards myself, but I did get a ship out of my last adventure <clears throat> going to a graveyard, so uh, yeah, I guess I'm in. However, I might need some help. And it just turns to the dwarf. What and, are you looking at me for? Oh, I you heard want they, some help? I just heard that dwarves are pretty good when it comes. Dwarves are known for axes and fighting. That's what I what was you thinking. Think 
Why you think they call me Blood Axe? Because any time I bring the axe out, it draws some blood. Well, what do you say? We just go check it out, and then we just split the reward. As you're ah. saying this, the door to the tavern opens, and you see a half-elf step in. Uh, he's about six foot tall. He has long, dark hair and shimmering blue eyes. He's carrying a bow on his back, and two sickles are in sheaths at his sides. And he walks in and stares at you, too. Oh, so I'm assuming... fucking full of half-elves. Yeah. everywhere. Yeah, we're not exactly light. So in, in Elvish, I'm just gonna basically signal this person and I'm gonna say, Hey, friend. He will look at you. Well met. I assume you're here for the adventure? Uh, yes. And a drink. Or two. Or three. He gestures to the dwarf and replies to you and Elvin, Who's this asshole? Seems a little bit rude. Uh, this is my newfound colleague. Bloodaxe. Hello, Bloodaxe. Hello. Vigless. 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 Yeah. And your my name, name will is, be? My name is Talon Moonglow. Um, I'm a half elf looking for some adventure because I have some time to kill between well, you know, saving the world and things like that. Well met, sir. Well met. All right. So. Well. Since it seems that fate had brought us together, why don't we just head to the uh, uh, cemetery and then uh, figure out how to split the rewards after? Suddenly, the fire that is... I forgot to describe to you. The fire in the fireplace of the inn suddenly goes out and you guys are plunged into darkness. And you feel a chill going across all of your bones. The hair on your back of your neck stands up. And in the fireplace, as the firelight comes back on, you see a small... I'm thinking of the character. (laughs) (laughs) It happens, man. You see a small dwarven girl, and she seems to be shimmering, and she stares out at you with deep, sorrowful eyes. So you are the three people that are going to save this town. That be my aim, love. Um, yeah, I mean, it's kind of creepy, though, but yeah, yeah, are you okay? I am no longer from this plane. I am now in the hereafter. Oh. This creature that has taken over this town, there's a curse on the graveyard. The creature is very powerful, and you need to go to the graveyard and save my father. My father is the gravedigger, and I fear that he will be the next to die. Wait, how do you die? I was ripped in half by the monster. Okay then. Um, <clears throat> she she holds she holds up her left arm and you see it's just a stump. He took my hand. Even in death, I don't get my hand. I mean, I have seen some fucked up shit, but <clears throat> that's fucked. What does the creature look like? He's big, taller than all of you. He has reddish fur. And he does not talk. He just growls and stomps around. And I think that he also employs some poltergeist, maybe even a wraith. Oh. Yeah, it sounds like just what I thought it was. 
I'm just gonna look at the door for the like, do you care sharing? Oh checking to make sure I can. <clears throat> uh would that be would you want a history check or a nature check? Um nature check. Oh, it figures. Yeah, if your history if your history is better, go with history. No, it's gonna be the same thing. <laughs> uh, I'd hope for a high roll. <laughs> What'd you get? Twelve with my modifier is an eleven. You just beat it. I was gonna make it a ten. I figured to make it easy. <laughs> <laughs> I can, I, I'm stupid, but I can swing an axe. <laughs> uh, it's a fucking yeti. Well, folks, I'm, I'll, I'll see you later. I don't do yetis. Whoa, 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 hold on a second, man. Ta what, what? Talon will grab one of his sickles, and a chain shoots out of the sickle, and he will grab onto your... Are you wearing a coat? Whatever you're wearing. And just kind of hold you still. Hold on a second, friend. Uh, we could use all the help we can get. I've faced yetis before, and I know it'd be very hard to do with just two people. Yeah, but I, I don't fucking like them. I don't fucking like them. I don't think anybody likes them. They're disgusting. I mean, we have to save these people. We can't just... If we all just walked out, then what would they do? I mean, you call yourself an adventurer, and you're just gonna... I mean, look I at the... I call myself a fucking drunk, is what I do. I'm a fucking drunk. How okay. can you... He, he looks over at the ghost. How can you look at her face? She's obviously so distressed in the afterlife you're just gonna tell her i'm not gonna save your father i'm just gonna let the yeti rampage you had, you had to bring her back into it didn't you well and, she's standing right there i mean obviously she can hear what we're talking about and, and he looks at her and like he, he he blinks you can barely see like the glint of his eyes because of his beard all right all right i'll fucking do it I want to do a, I want to do a persuasion on the ghost. Is that a puzzle? Uh, sure. All right. <laughs> okay, that's an eight. <laughs> no, that will not. <laughs> All right, fair enough. Fair enough. Um, now I'm curious what you were gonna do. No, I was just gonna ask her if she gives us more information about the, the father. Maybe something more useful, but that's okay. <clears throat> uh, you can just ask for that. Oh, that's a good one. So, uh, Miss. <clears throat> My name is Alondra. Alondra, that's a beautiful name. I'm sorry about what happened to you. Um, but you said your father is still alive? Yes, yes, he's the grave digger of the cemetery. And how did he get involved in all of this? She kind of looks down he was playing with some things he shouldn't have been and it backfired he's not a magician he's not a wizard he shouldn't have been playing with those things but he was and he kind of inadvertently cursed the town but i just i don't want him to die i mean he he's a, he's dumb he's my father but he's dumb but i still don't want him to die I know exactly what she means. 
Alright. Well, if you two are up for it, let's get us in the Let's go, Juan. The getting's good. Alright. Do you guys want to go now or do you want to wait till morning? Hmm. It doesn't matter. I'm just asking. How dark is it outside? Uh, it's about 7 o'clock. So what's the name of the uh, of the elf again? Sorry. Of the the female elf? elf? Alondra. Oh, no. The female... Uh, Talon. The Talon. I mean, yeah. Talon? Sorry. All right. So I am going to say in Elvish again. I'm going to turn to Talon and be like, well, what do you say? You look like you hunt. What's better, day or night? I honestly think we should deal with this thing as quickly as possible. I mean, I can see in the dark. And the, is Vicklis a half elf? Yeah, yeah. Okay. We won't have any problem. We'll just have to lead nah, your I friend over there. I got dark vision. Oh, he does? Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think we should well, take this thing as quick as we can. All right. Fantastic, then. All right, Master Dorf, if you're up to it, and your axe is up to it, me and my head are up to it. <clears throat> and Talon over here seems to be up to it. You just might show your head stays where it's hot. No, I'm, I'm talking about my mummified head. Oh, okay. <laughs> Wait, what do you do with a head? Oh, uh, it's called ventriloquy. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, so it's called ventriloquy. Uh, I will show you maybe when we get back. <clears throat> the the head. I mean, I need a little a little rest. It's just you know. Yeah. Sounds like a deal. We'll just make sure we get out of this. Dwarf, how drunk are you? Oh, I'm good. I have like four gallons. I'm good for it. You can more. swing that axe of yours, right? Oh, I can show you if you need me to. Just step back. That's alright. <laughs> you don't amuse me, Blood Axe, but what can I do? Oh, not trying to. I was just showing you that I could swing it. I could cut the nuts off a gnat's ass if I had to. The dwarf, or the, the ghost had disappeared by this point because I forgot to tell you that. Alright. <laughs> it, it was full transparency. It was supposed to be a little more scary, but I feel like the tone is so light that I didn't want to go that way. Right. That's fine, That's fine with me. Yeah. So I guess we head to uh, the graveyard. Uh, bartender, do you know how to get there? Well, what you do is you follow this road. He's pointing while he says this. You follow this road and you turn left and there's a pathway. You can't miss it. Big giant gates, wrought iron gates says, uh, welcome to the graveyard. We have a lot of idiotic people here. So the signs are very descriptive. Oh, well, fantastic. Sounds like they home. Do you want your mead to go, sir? Since it looks like you guys are heading out. Yes, uh, could you get me, uh, two more of those frost meats to go, please? Do you have any, like... I sure can. And he fills two tankards or whatever you'd want to have the meat in. And he brings them over to you. Um, both on the house. I mean, that, that ventriloquy thing was amazing. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Uh, Vickless is the name. Remember it. <clears throat> I will. Maybe we can uh, set something up if you stick around these parts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That sounds like that sounds like yeah. yeah. <clears throat> Thank you for the meat. 
You got you got any bottles back there that I can take with me? Do you want to take bottles? I want something kind of strong. For a victory celebration, of course. Uh, we have two dwarven ale, and we have some golem mead over there. Okay, I'll take them. You want all three? Uh, I do. Alright, that'll be ten copper for the two bottles, and two gold for the goblin mead. Yeah, it works for me. So he goes over, get, <coughs> yeah, he goes over and gets money. the bottles for you. At this point, Vickless is just walking around with two tankards in each hand, just drinking one while keeping <laughs> the other one in his hand. Just so you guys know, that's what's happening. <clears throat> All we're at, then. Talon kind of looks at you too well. I guess we should head off. Yep. Let's do it. Uh, as you guys step out of the inn, you see a crowd of people coming the opposite way apparently the alcoholics are arriving at this point they must be they are late bloomers in this town for some reason i mean i would assume people would have been there earlier but they all hurry to get into the inn and the bartenders welcoming welcoming them all okay and as you step out you see the path to your right which is the direction towards the graveyard that the halfling, who I never named because I didn't come up with a name, told you to go. Okay. So at this point, Vickless is just chugging the two L's down. Do do we do I need to have a talk with you guys about uh, drinking before a mission? I mean, is this okay. something you do? And he's gonna stick my hand out, and I'm just like, as I'm chugging, I'm gonna stick my hand out with one finger up to the elf. I'm just, just let me finish, you know, chugging, chugging, chugging. All right. Got it. I'm a, I'm a dwarf. That's all I do is drink and fight, fight and drink. How, how do you feel? How do you feel <sighs> about being the stereotypical dwarf? I mean, does that bother you? No, it don't bother me, because stereotypical dwarfs are badass. Oh, okay. I make up with the stereotypical whenever I pull out the axe. Alrighty then. Um, I personally am a functioning alcoholic, functional alcoholic. So uh, <clears throat> if I don't drink, I do perform pretty badly. In fact, the one time that I did <laughs> went to battle without drinking, <clears throat> I ended up tickling a giant crocodile. That did not end well. Well, it didn't end well. Talon's mouse, you tickled a crocodile how did that um, and how'd that go for you well it, I, I almost died <clears throat> but at the end i ended up getting a good bell out of it which you, i lost of course but <clears throat> you, you tickled a crocodile yeah yeah and then he just kind of like stares out in the nothingness and then just says a final yeah Maybe you're feeling badass yourself there. Now I feel like telling you I'd give you two gold to try to go over and tickle the dwarf, but we better get going. Mm, tempting. I am out of cash, but not as good as I'm So my rubs the blade with the sun. Thanks, well, I'm to try. <laughs> nope, 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 Master Dwarf. I am. <laughs> I'm like I don't think we're. Tickle. I don't think we're there yet, <clears throat> but uh, 
Yeah, maybe later. Maybe later. So we will head off to the cemetery. Um, any certain formation you guys want to go in, or do you just want... Like, do you want a certain... Me, Talon go first or anything like that or do you just want to go whatever we just say you go to the cemetery well, you want to go in formation I mean I can go first yeah I'm going to go battle lap uh, because I'm going to let, let, uh, let battle axe go first <clears throat> uh, I'm going to since I'm going first I'm going to pull out my axe alright alright so Talon will bring up the rear. Um, as you guys walk down this path, it feels it starts to get a bit colder. Kind of a fall feeling day, like that crisp fall day. And you make it to the cemetery without any problems. Um, you step through the gate. You see various tombstones marking people that have the people that have passed in the town. It seems like there is quite a few from the last two years or so, and you can infer that that's when all these attacks started. <clears throat> I want to check and see if I notice anything, like if I can see one of the footprints. All right. And I'm not gonna notice anything because I got a two, even with a modifier. <laughs> yeah, you don't you don't see anything. <laughs> uh, okay, well I would like to also try a perception check as well. All right. Let's see what we got. So I got 17. Uh, you can see tracks, but they look like human tracks. They're probably from the grave digger. Okay. Um, all right, cause I'm gonna kind of point uh or just look at talon and then just point at the at the ground and this is gonna be uncommon it's like well like i said i don't know much about your background but you probably know more about hunting than i am those are human right uh actually i was just <laughs> Thinking back to what I made, what I made the ghost. I think I made her a half elf, right? Uh, I believe so. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, actually, they're half elf. It looks like to me. Oh. No. Humanoid. Yeah, humanoid. Right. They're definitely not the tracks of whatever this creature is supposed to be that we're supposed to be fighting. All right. I guess we gotta move in further ahead then. Uh, as you guys advance in the graveyard, you hear a scream off to your left. It sounds like an elderly man in peril. Uh, Viklas is going to, for some reason, just unsheathe his dagger and keep it ready. You hear, help me! Yes, we got a fucking choice. I'm going, guys. It's like I heard. And he's gonna run over there towards the sound. All right. <clears throat> so Master Dorf is running. Viklas is just kind of like stay behind for like a few, let's say like thirty seconds, watching the dwarf run, and then he's gonna turn to uh, Talon and be like, "Wow, they they truly cannot run." No, that's pretty short pathetic. Legs. 
I've never seen I've never seen this before. It's like, I mean, I heard about it before, and I've been with short people before. It's just, damn, they're just like sturdy short legs. One of one of my companions um, was a dwarf. He's no longer with us, and he couldn't run with shit either. Alright, fair enough. <clears throat> all right. lot, I mean they're all they're all drinkers. You don't see one being like, Oh, I love tea. It's oh bring me the ale. Yeah, I don't have anything against <laughs> drinking myself. I don't either, but I mean it just vary it up a little bit. I mean, what what's wrong with jasmine tea? I mean it's It's a fault I'm putting is what it's for. <laughs> Alright, I'm just gonna he keep going. While he's running like that. I just it's <laughs> like and you look at the beer, it, the beer is almost like and the, it's incredible. How does how does he know? How doesn't he trip on his own beard? Wow! Why are you guys coming? Oh right, <laughs> people that we need to save. <clears throat> oh, I wanted that. <laughs> so I start running, I guess, now at this point after <laughs> after battle axe. Yeah, Talon will run after Nicholas. Uh, what you guys come upon is a shimmer. Either you see the half elf man, who you're assuming is the um, Gravedigger. He's on the ground, and standing around him is a shimmering creature that I really don't know what it would look like, but we'll just say you guys can tell it's a wraith, and yeah. he is flanked by two poltergeist looking spirits that kind of manifest as old hag looking women with the long, stringy hair, the cronish face. Okay. And I need you to roll initiative. I got 14. That's what my initiative added and everything. Alright. Um, oh, God, my God. Alright, so. Let's see. get some better rolls in this later on. Uh, the poltergeist go first. Uh, no, Talon will go first. The poltergeist goes second. The wraith goes third, and you two go fourth and fifth. So. Okay. Yeah. I used to go in last. In full disclosure, uh, I'm rolling obviously legitimate for Talon, and he got a nat twenty. So. Okay. <clears throat> well, that's fine. I think that works fine. He looks like the guy that that would do that. <laughs> uh, he oh. grabs his sickle and he charges forward at the wraith, and he swings, and he gets a thirteen. So that hits, and. That's not that great. Um, three damage. Yeah. I think. Did I say the wraith or the poltergeist a second? I forget. Does anybody I think, remember? I think it was a poltergeist. That's what oh. I thought. Uh, Vicholas, the 
poltergeist kind of raises his hand and he points at you, mm -hmm. attempting to do a life drain. Does a... Fourteen hit. Damn. Okay. Does that hit? Oh, uh, uh yeah, because it's uh my armor class right now is thirteen. Okay. Yeah, that's it. And it, you will take three damage, so it's not that great. <laughs> okay. You Here's feel. You feel. <laughs> As he stares at you and raises his hand, you can feel some of your energy zap away. It's like you're getting tired. Okay, I am pretty sure this is not the frost meat. And now it's the race turn. And he's going to target Talon. Uh, that's a 22 with bleaching white, which is... He does the staring thing kind of like the uh, Border Guys does at Talon, and Talon will take... Six damage. Um... So now it's Vic, or I think it's Vickless first, and then Stonemeyer. Yeah, because I had a uh, eight you got an total. Energy, right? Okay. All right. <clears throat> Vickless Fiendtar is like, all right. Well, so there's two Poltergeists, and there's the Wraith. The Wraith is kind of controlling the Poltergeist. Okay. Is there? Uh, where is Talon right now? Is he, is he like in front of me? Like, is he? I know he launched forward. Is he like in my line of attack as well? Uh, yes, he would be. He'd be about five feet away from you, I'd say. All right. <clears throat> so, I, Vickless, is going to basically stretch out his arms. Then, with one hand, he's going to reach out and obviously pull his rapier out. With the other hand, He's gonna pull out his head. Now, bards obviously need a char or a uh, instrument to kind of challenge their, their spells. Nicholas is challenging his spells with the use of his head. This is his instrument. He pulls the head out, and then the, as soon as his head comes out of the back, you all hear a voice, and it's like, "What the fuck, man? Like, what the fuck is that?" Says the head, and it's like, "What the fuck is that? Are those fucking ghosts, man? What the fuck?" What the fuck are we into now? Shut up, lad. I'm trying to concentrate here. Says Bickler. <laughs> and I said, like, what the fuck are you doing? Oh, I hate you. I hate you so much. Every time. Every time you pull me out of the box, you fucking do the trick. Or now we're having a fucking ghost. Lad, shut up. All right. I need to concentrate for a second. Thank you. And then Vickless is going to cast Shatter, uh, which is a level two spell. And then I'm just gonna read the description. Is a sudden loud ringing noise, painfully intense, erupt from the point, from a point of your voice within range. Each creature in a 10-foot radius sphere center on that point must make a Constitution saving throw. 
a creature takes 3 d8 damage or thunder damage on a fail save and or half as much damage on a successful one uh, a creature made of inorganic materials such as stone crystal or metal has this advantage on the saving throw which is not the case um, so let me roll and see what we get what is your uh, what con save do they have to make what do they have to beat they have to beat give me a second uh, 13 let's see okay let me let's roll for the monsters uh, 17 they pass and okay Talon does not pass oh no well it's uh, I can actually position the oh okay because it's a, it's 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 like a cubit. Um, okay. So I it, I basically shoot it and put. It, I, I was trying to try to aim not to hit talent. Okay. So hold on a second. Where what is... would you say half damage if they pass? That's what I'm checking. Yeah. It'll be half damage. Yeah, on a fail save or half as much damage on a successful one. Yeah. So I rolled for the damage and I got a twelve, so I get they they get a six. So. Alright, so I guess I'll describe the spell, so <clears throat> I am also going to use an insult for this. <clears throat> and then basically Vickless just concentrates and then he just yells out, You be as weedy as a drunk parrot, you parrot-loving feeble cutfish! Ahoy! And then this thing just flies out, <laughs> it's like a little bowl of sound. And it positions itself like right behind the 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 spirits, the raid and the the what was it, the um the poltergeist. Um but just far enough to hit them but not to hit talent. Okay, and you obviously you hit them both the all three of them, and they all three take damage. No one's dead, but the poltergeist are looking kind of in bad shape. <clears throat> And then, yeah, uh, you know, pretty good with my voice. And then Vlad, the bot, the has no, you don't fucking you like. That's the first time that I ever fucking lands, ever. That's what the head says. <laughs> so, um, Stomar, you have two poor guys that are kind of looking in bad shape. They are about. Well, I don't. We never really figured out the peak. They have two of them, and you have the Wraith, who isn't really looking the worst for wear. He looks fine. Alright, um, so Myers gonna talk to Vickless, and I, I mean, I'm, I'm able to talk to them both, right? Yeah. I mean, I, I, okay. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I would never, I know those rules, some people go by that, but you can, on your turn, you can say whatever you want. Right. Whatever makes the story go. Okay, <laughs> Can you two handle them little poltergeist things? Wait, what? Can can you handle he the poltergeist? He wants us uh, to poltergeist, and he's leaving the wraith. Or he wants the wraith. He wants us to take the poltergeist. Oh yeah, I I, I, I think we can. Dude, what the fuck are you talking about? The fucking ghost. You don't even follow ghosts before. Let shut up. Yes, we can. Have, yes, we can, have, Master. Dwarf. Have fun with that. <laughs> Stonemeyer, Master Dwarf. Um, <laughs> I've heard Graves are pretty tough. Uh, he leaps into combat, 
between his acts two-handed and yelling out by the power of Grayskull. Awesome. <laughs> and he gets a 14 to hit. That hits. And 10 damage. Because it's a 1d12 plus 3. So that makes it uh, Talon's turn, I guess. We've been left to target the order guys. So the the wraith is gone. Uh, yeah, I think Stonemeyer wanted Talon and Nicholas to take care of the border guys and him to take care of the wraith, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, y'all can take that, you know, take them and then join in on the battle with okay. uh the wraith. So Talon will shoot an arrow um, at one of the poltergeists. And that is a uh, 14 that hits. The arrow flies forward and strikes the poltergeist right in the throat. Taking, giving him uh, 11 damage. So Poltergeist 1 has been killed. Okay. I need to find a better way to organize these files because I'm like opening one then opening the other. Oh, I, I understand. <laughs> What I usually do is just do the alt tab to the file that I need. Um, Stonemeyer, I need you to do a charisma check. Well, it says charisma check against a strength check, so I yeah, you would do a charisma, I guess. Uh-huh. Oh, it figures. Am I do? Uh, you want my charisma? Yes. Please be high. Please don't be that four that I just heard. It's a four. Uh, you fail. So you are thrown thirty feet into a tombstone. I um, give me the tape. Bludgeoning damage. Yes, I'll tell you how much you take. Five damage. Okay, I'm good. Oh, that fucking hurt. Next time I say you take them, I'm gonna take him. Fucking kick me in the nuts. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, now you want the the wraith. Oh, I'm gonna kill him now. You said five damage, right? Yep, five damage from the lone poltergeist that's still alive. So the raise is dead? Uh, no, there's there were two poltergeists. The one poltergeist is dead, so there's one there's the wraith and the poltergeist okay. left. All right, all right. How is the wraith looking though? Um, he's still he's looking wounded, but not near done. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> 
Why not? over at Vicus and attempts to do another leech life. And that is a uh, 12 to hit. Uh, it fails. 13. Alright, so it's back to you and Stonemire. Uh, Vicus, I think you're first. Yeah, he is. Ugh, that tickle a little bit. <clears throat> All right, so I am going to. Vicklas doesn't want to go near these things because he just saw the dwarf like fly float out. Like, fuck. So, <laughs> was like, um, <clears throat> okay, so I guess this is gonna be a distance fight, and then he just uh, basically um, stays where he where he's at, um, and he is going to cast vicious mockery. On Tickly, <laughs> <laughs> I'll save that shit for later. I'm gonna die right now. Vickless dies now at the end. <laughs> the one shot. Uh, okay, so he's going to cast Vicious Mockery uh, on the raid. And that's an insult as well. You'll know how okay. Vicky's mockery has worked in the past. I rolled is a four damage. And they do I don't know if I have to do a constitution check. Let me check. Um they have to do a wisdom check. Uh thirteen is a check. Okay, let's see here. Uh twenty. So uh, that So that didn't that work? Bad. Okay. Alright, so what was Wiggles is gonna do, he is grabbing the head and he's gonna pull it in front of him like he's just holding it with two hands and then point it at the at the raid. And then he is basically gonna pull one of the few hairs that this head has and just pulls it out and the head's just gonna be like, Oh, what the fuck, man? That hurts. It's like dude just can you just do your thing. You know what you have to. No, I don't fucking know what I have to do, Vickless. We went over this. It doesn't work that way. Oh god damn it! And that's why it failed. Uh, still working out the kinks on this thing, Mr. Stonemeyer. Um, how far did he throw me? Uh, he threw feet? you. We'll say ten feet. Oh, ten feet. That changed. It was ten to thirty. Time. I'm. Yeah, I'm just gonna. Say well, pit one. Ten feet. Ten feet. Okay. Well, I'm gonna swing my uh, great axe again, getting a twenty-three to hit. And that definitely hits. <laughs> now let's see the damage. Uh, eight damage. Holy shit. He's got a plus five to his attacks. Wraith is dead. So That's now all we have left. Have we all we have left is a poltergeist now. The head. <laughs> the head just looks at the uh, uh, battle and is like, 
Holy fuck, man. That's uh, that. Do you? Hey, hey, hey. He starts yelling at <laughs> the door. Hey, man. Hey, do you want to head? Do you want to head? What the you fuck are you? Uh, are you? No, I'm alright. I had to feed you, give you a drink, and I. No, oh, you asshole, that's not what I meant. I meant, do you need company? Oh, okay, that came out wrong as well. Flat, what the <laughs> fuck? Ah, oh, eight. Ah. Oh, this is going to be hilarious. Uh, Talon rushes forward. He swings his sickles and misses with both of them. We'll say he trips over a gravestone. And it is now the poltergeist turn. And he is going to target Vickless. Um, I need you to do a charisma check. Oh, I have that. Tons of. <laughs> where's, my, where's my charisma on? Uh, I have none. Alright. Uh, Mike, see, do you want me to... How does that work? Does it work like roll a d20 and add the charisma or just a charisma number? Um, uh, Richard, how does that work? I would you... roll your um, d20 and... and then... And add the modifier? modifier? Yeah. Okay, that's why I, I believe that's how it's supposed to. Alright. Alright. Basically, well, what it boils down to is a d20 versus a d20. That's how I see it. Okay. Well, I got a 12 plus a modifier, which is 5, 17. You win. Um, so you take. Uh, he tries to throw you. He doesn't get you as far as he got Stonemeyer. And you take seven damage. He throws you not as far. You hit a tombstone roll off. You have a goose egg on your head, but you're still okay, I'm assuming. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's a hit, but like... Yeah. Still Wait, what was... Uh, uh, go ahead, go ahead. What was that? No, I was gonna ask like how high does the the charisma have to be to pass that? Uh his strength is a negative. So Holy shit. Yeah. My intelligence is a negative. So I mean anytime you roll. Yeah, his strength you, is a, take, I don't know yeah. why it's a negative five, but Cause he's, I don't know, if he was undead I would think it would be higher than that. Yeah, that's what I would think too. That's what um so um my turn right yep your turn what uh i'm gonna swing am i like within melee range of the yep, you are guy? yeah you're good i get a 19 to hit without adding my modifier oh that hits okay getting 10 damage Holy How shit. do you kill this poltergeist? Awesome. Okay. <clears throat> As Stonemire lands, he actually lands on one foot, and then the other battle that with Vickless took place, and he threw him back, but he spins around and swings the axe at the same time and slices right through the middle of the poltergeist. Oh, I fucking told you I was badass with my fucking axe. I have to give you credit, uh, Talon says. I have to give you credit, Dwarf. You 
made mincemeat of that thing. You don't mess with, well, not your friends yet, but I can see you being friends. Don't mess with me and mine. Have you guys ever fought anything like this before? I mean, I've tracked monsters and animals and shit like that, but this undead stuff, that's kind of above my pay grade. I don't like it. I, I've seen something like that. <clears throat> Not as painful, though. Damn. I'm still on the ground! Oh, right. I, I forgot about him. <laughs> So Vickless is going to the when he fell off he uh, he dropped Vlad uh, around so he's just like he picks him up and like oh the fuck no 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 you're not gonna do this to me again Vickless Vlad another time right now we'll talk about this later all right mate no no you can't pull me in the back you can't pull me in the fucking back don't pull me the and he just goes into the back again <clears throat> all right. is that guy, is that guy always <laughs> is he always that argumentative yeah he has issues. It's even worth keeping. I mean, you'd think you'd get someone who's a little more easy to deal with. That guy seems like a dick. Uh, let's just say that um, <clears throat> his condition's kind of my fault. So, uh, oh, I see. Yeah. yeah. What are you going to do? Family's family, mate. Gotta watch out who's hitting chop off. You guys hear a thud as the old man tried to get up and fell back down. Oh, right, this guy. <clears throat> I forgot about him again. <laughs> hey there, fella. Hello. Uh, <clears throat> are you... Are you... you guys saved my life. Uh, it's kind of what we do. So, um... <clears throat> so this guy sounds super weird, but, uh... We met your daughter. She's still appearing in the end. Uh, yeah, actually. I've heard she was haunting that place. Uh, sorry about that. Sometimes she can be a little scary. I'm assuming she told you that I started all of this. Uh, yes. That would be what she said. You know, don't ever let anybody tell you you can do whatever you want for fun because when you try to do a summoning spell and it goes like this, I mean, all these people dying, all this... Torment, you guys got to stop this thing. You got to stop this yeti. Okay, but whoa, 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 whoa. let's back out for a second. You, you, okay, so you, 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 you did what? I was trying to do a summoning spell. We were having a little bit of a drought. I was trying to summon some rain. It oh, backfired. Boy. I don't know what I did, but this yeti showed up, and he's just he's rampaging through the town. He's killing our people. He killed my daughter. I just, I just need you guys, you guys just have to stop this. I mean, I really made a mistake here. <sighs> Why do people always think that magic is a good idea? I don't get it. I fucking hate it. So, can you tell me where the yay comes from? I've heard it comes from a land called the Himalayas. I'm not sure where that is. It must be some fantasy no, land or something. That. I know that stuff. <laughs> I'm talking about from what part, from where does he come into the city from? It has a lair um, 
I think it's out past the river. If you exit the graveyard here, turn left, uh, there's some trees and things you'll need to navigate over. It's knocked some trees down. You guys will have to be athletic because you might need to jump over them, but uh, I don't think it'll be hard to find. There's pretty much corpses everywhere out there. Like, you know, people make fun of dwarves when they run, and they dash are going to make fun of them when I go and jump over a fucking tree. I swear. I think. Tal- I think Tal- take a drink. Talon does his best to hide his laughter. Uh, why would you say people make fun of you? I thought you ran very valiantly. And you can also fly, apparently. Oh, now we're going to be a bit of a war's ass, are we? <laughs> I'm just saying that was pretty impressive. I never seen anybody, so, dwarf or otherwise. How, how did how did you do that? What kind of magic made you fly? I mean, I have a companion <laughs> that can levitate, but she turns into an eagle. So, I mean, how did you it's, do it? It's called the ass kick. When someone puts a boot in your ass and you're really little like me, you fucking fly. It's really fucking simple. I wasn't ready for it. <clears throat> The old man kind of looks at you. Master Dwarf, could, could could I have some of that drink? I mean, I my life kind of flashed before my eyes here. Thank God you guys came. You want a bit of my drink? I'll tell you what. We just want a fight. We do need a celebrate. You guys say he deserves a bit of this drink. Uh, he is kind of old and doddering. I mean, look at him. He looks like you can breathe on him and he just fall over. But will the drink kill me? Well, the girl did say she wanted she wanted him to pay, but... Alright. What do you think? Mr. Bard with the ventriloquilly. <clears throat> Alright. So, I'm just gonna dress the, uh, the old man now. So, who knows that you... You know, cast a spell. Just my daughter. Um, we were able to hide it from the rest of... She She walked in on me. If she wasn't my daughter, I thought she would kill me. Uh, I was just trying to have some fun. I mean, it's boring around here. I wanted to save, save the people, get some rain, get some food. I mean, people were starving. I never meant for this big fucking monster to show up. All right. This was going to happen. If this was me in another life, your head would be in a pike. I have an affinity for heads. However, I am trying to make a change <clears throat> in my life as of late. So, you're going to go back to town. You're going to find the closest authority that you could find. And you're going to tell them what the fuck you did. And you're going to take responsibility for all the deaths that you have caused. Savvy? Oh, that's fucking date there, Vickless. I knew I couldn't hide forever. I knew I couldn't hide away forever. And I need to atone for what I did. Maybe my daughter can rest in peace then and quit haunting the fucking inn. I mean... uh, It is a little bit of liquid courage, my friend. um, I want to do a perception check on this person and see if he stills carry any kind of like magical item or trinket since he's been trying to perform any uh stillmeyer he grabs your bottle and drains it you fuck asshole oh. 
Oh, you son of a... I'm gonna fucking kill him. Whoa, 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 whoa. It's not be hard, sure. He agreed to our ultimatum, uh, Master Dwarf. Ah, he drank me fucking ale. You have another bottle in there. I saw the guy give you two. Or three. Actually. But that was... That was my favorite ale right there. I got 22 to perception. Ooh. Uh, you can see that he's not carrying anything. He was truly scared shitless by what happened the last time, so he would never try something like that again. Ooh. All right, so, Bajetti, can you point us out what this thing might be? Uh, walk past the big crypt over there. It'll take you out the back gate and follow the bodies parts. I mean, you you can't miss it. There's a there's a path that leads, as I said, to the river, and over the tree things, and the lair should be right there. I mean, he'll probably find you before you find him, to be honest. Fair enough. All right then, off you go. And when I'll go I come turn back, myself in then. Also, before you should, you turn yourself and go to your house, get rid of any magical item that you have. If I, if I survive this and I go to your house and I do a check and I find any magical items, then I might reconsider piking your head. And all I'm going to take every bottle of alcohol you got. He looks mortified and runs. Hmm. <clears throat> all right. I can't, I can't like that. I ain't got <clears throat> everybody. So you, uh, what started your love of, I know we have to get to the Yeti Vic list, but what started your love of piking heads? I mean, that's kind of grisly for a bard, isn't it? Oh, they were all bad guys. Really? Um, I used to run with this crew. It was a fun crew, actually. Um, you know, this is kind of what we did. It was our, let me just say that we were just, Doing our best to help the people of Waterdeep. Oh, One criminal just, that, at a time. That place is a shit show. Yeah, it is. It is. Um, why did you pike the rest of the crew? Why aren't you guys? What happened? Oh well, um, I just kind of fell apart. I uh, turned to piracy after, and uh, yeah, just kind of lost my ship <clears throat> to a bully walk. Never met one oh, of those. I hate them fucking little creatures and their web feet and the oh, they're just crazy looking. They're okay, I guess. <clears throat> I just don't like them. I don't like many people though. I can see why. I mean, you're not very. <laughs> I mean, you you fought well, but you're not very likable. It's all this open sky up above me. I, it makes me nervous. Hey, hey, buddy, do you want to know what, 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 what's hard, what's a hard life? Being 10 years old, watching your mother killed by orcs and left for dead, that's hard. So don't sit there and complain to me about, oh, the open sky is hard on me. It is hard on me, you fucking bully. I'm not <laughs> bullying you. I'm just pointing out that people have harder lives than you do. Oh, I fucking know that. But it is my lot, and that is your lot, and what scares me doesn't scare everybody else. It's yeah. all good. You have, like, medications? Can can we help you with that? He pulls out a bottle of the liquor. Oh, uh, that doesn't. 
I got me medication. Remember, you only have two of those now. That old bastard drank your other one. No, I'll be going to his fucking house. While you guys are having the, the argument, I'm just, you know, casually pulling the uh, out of my back uh, uh, a healing potion, and I'm just going to drink it. Um, it's just a regular healing potion, which is, it heals for 2d4, is that correct or no? 2d4 plus 2, but whenever I run a campaign, it heals for 10. Um, what are you it's easier this? to keep we'll up with that, that way. Yeah. I mean, but okay. this, this is Jesse's thing. Uh, yeah, but I like that too. 10? All right. I like absolutes instead of like, I mean, you could roll 2d4 and get 2, so... Well, in theory, the the fewest you can get is four. Well, you know, and if, if you got like 50 of them, you know, mm-hmm. it'd it take you forever to heal back up. Yeah. You know, it's like the potions aren't aren't made up to quality or something. So, and, and Vickless is just like drinking it and then he just like, mm, finish it up. He's like, you know, you know, because you guys, I guess we're still arguing about what a hard life is. And it's like, you know what a hard life is? <laughs> <clears throat> a hard life is being stuck in this cemetery without no alcohol whatsoever or a the warmth of a fire. So how about you two just wrap it up and let's just go hunt some jetty. And if we survive, then we can have all the conversations we want about a hard life. Also, sorry about the mother, Talon. It was kind of rough, but I mean, I'm 22. I'm, I'm all right. I got my vengeance. That's another story for another day, I guess. Oh, I like it when someone gets their vengeance in. Yeah. I like you a little bit more now. And you're crotchety, but you're like every other dwarf, so. Yeah, damn right. But they don't have me being like I got. Does that thing ever get itchy? Eh, sometimes. I wouldn't like that. Ah, then I scratch it. Alright, so we, shall we go find the Yeti, gentlemen? Absolutely. Let's go. All right. As you guys walk out of the graveyard, uh, it's very easy to find the path. You see a lot of trampled tree limbs. And in the distance, if you listen closely, you can hear water, which would lead credence to the fact that there is a river coming up. Uh, do you want to head towards the river, I assume? Ah, uh, yes, let's do that. All right. All right, as you guys walk, um, you're not attacked by anything. It kind of seems, though, like everything's real quiet, almost like the wildlife in the area knows something's up. You don't hear any birds. You don't hear any squirrels. You don't hear any sounds at all that you would expect to hear in the woods. And you reach a river... And I need you guys to do athletic or acrobatics, athletic or acrobatics, athletic or acrobatics to see if you pass this river. Let's see. Uh, 22. Uh, yep, you pass it. Um, how do you mm-hmm. get across? Across the river, um, is there? Are there any laid trees on the other side? Uh, yes, there are. Hmm. So, <clears throat> what Vickless is going to do is he's going to take a look at the other side. You know, kind of like sizing what's happening there. He's like, I need something kind of heavy. 
And then he pulls out some rope out of his back, and then he pulls out Vlad, the rootless, again. I say, oh, no. Oh, no, no. I don't. And and Vlad just kind of, like, looks at the rope, and then he goes, like, oh, no. No, 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 no. No, not again. Not again. No, Vickless, you cannot keep doing this to me, man. It's like, Vlad, just... Just you, it, it worked fine last time, and you're fine. It's like, yeah, now I'll fucking hold between my cheeks. It's like, yeah, minor detail, you're on that, man. Just, just come on. This is good again. This is practice again. No, no, you cannot do this to me. So, Big Les just grabs a rope and he punctures with his dagger. Uh, well, actually, he doesn't puncture because the hole is there. So, like, the head has two holes between his cheeks. So, he pulls a rope in between his cheek and then just wrap it around, like, puts a knot on the, on the head, on the back of the head. And then just swings it across the river. <clears throat> the thing just kind of like goes in one of the branches. And then, you know, he, he uses the weight of the head. The head gets stuck within the two little branches. Like, oh, oh, was Bigless pulling the rope. All right, saving up. And then Daz is going to cross. He's going to like swing across the river. All right. Uh, Talon will fire out his chain that comes out of one of his sickles and attach it to the tree across the river. The Chain has a 30-foot uh, radius, so we'll just say he hits the tree, swings over like Spider-Man, and drops down beside Vickless, and looks over at, looks across the river at Stonemeyer. So, uh, how are you going to manage this? And Vickless is, Vickless is just, just going to poke uh, Talon real quick in the, into the, into the arm, and is going to lean forward and says, or lean to the side and said to Talon. He can fly, remember? Oh, yeah, that's right. Maybe we should have kicked him in the house. <laughs> um, how big are the trees? Um, do, they, do they weigh over 480 pounds? Uh, they can if you need them to be. <laughs> no, I need oh. them to be under 480. No, we'll say they're 350 pounds. Okay, are they 30 feet tall? Yes. I'm going to lift one up and lay it across the river and walk across. Uh, you know, Stonemeyer, I, I could have just uh, had you swing with me, but I thought it would be funny to see how you'd make it. Ah, uh, you like that, do you? Yeah, it was fun. That is impressive. I thought so. You're awfully strong. I mean, not only can you run fast like the Flash, who I've heard is this mythical creature that can run fast, but you're strong, too. Yeah, I'm strong like fucking Hercules, huh? That other mythical guy that, you know, anyway. Nah, fucking forget. Let's go kill a fucking Yeti. All right, so you guys can see you found the one tree that's not knocked over. A lot of trees have been toppled and sheared in half. And as you're walking through the forest, you can see various bones of small and medium-sized creatures littering the ground. It's clear that this is you're about to enter somebody's feeding ground. Uh, um, can I tell if there's any, like, children bones in those bones, or is it just animals? Give me a... Nature check. I got a 12 without my modifier. That, that beats it. Uh, okay. You can see some smallish <clears throat> childlike bones mixed in with, but it's the majority is animals, but there's a couple children bones. Okay. 
Um, I want to ready an action. Um, and I'm going to, what I'm going to ready is a swing of my great axe. As you guys continue to walk, you hear an ear-splitting roar that shakes any trees that are still standing in this area. The ground rumbles as something is coming at a slow, measured pace towards you. It's about 40 feet away from where you guys are now. Is there anything around to take cover? Or to kind of hide? Uh, There's some trees, and there is... Some like brush shrubs. Okay. All right. <clears throat> I have an idea. What's that? So what about we just kind of ambush whatever this thing is? Well, the jetty. And this is what I propose. We just hide around here <clears throat> in this rocks and these trees. And my friend Vlad over here is going to help us out. So you that works ambush? for me as long as you can get him to agree to your plan. I guess he doesn't really have a choice, though, does he? Oh, you have choices. Sometimes. What kind of choice does a head have, though? Um. He he I I he has some space. He can either go into the crowded space of the back or the not crowded space of the back. <laughs> <laughs> that that's a choice. Oh, you need to get him a hat. You hear the footsteps getting closer. All right, everybody, hi. And then what, what Vickles is going to do is going to pull the head out, and then Vlad's like, oh, my God. Oh, can you just let me rest? And it's like, shh, don't worry about it. You're free now. You're free. You're gonna, you, can, you, can, you can do whatever you want. What, what do you mean? And then he just places the, the head very visibly in the middle of an opening where there's no trees. He just places the head on the ground, and then Vickles just runs and hide. And then Vlad's like, Vickles? Vickles? the fuck are you doing what is that sound Vickles Vickles the fuck and then this head is just making sounds <laughs> just yelling and cursing uh roll me stealth checks to see if you hide from this creature let's see stealth 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 uh, let me roll mine here yep So I got. You guys have to beat a 13. I got a 20. Well, you both beat it. <laughs> Sweet. <clears throat> the ground continues to shake as you. You can see from your hiding place this Yeti approaching. It is about 10 feet tall, highly muscled. It has reddish fur all over its body. Um, its facial features look like a cross between human and an ape of some sort. It looks very pissed because it can tell something is disturbing it, but it cannot find you guys. Um, I'll say you guys get opportunity attacks since you were able to hide from this thing. Does he stop and look at the head? Because like, what the yeah, fuck he is he's, that? He's <laughs> oh, fuck you, Vickless. Fuck you! <clears throat> he, picks, he picks up the head and 
opens his mouth ready to chomp on it. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> no, 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 no. Not like this. Not like this. Okay, so I have, I have a question then. I had yeah. readied an attack for whenever I saw him. Will I get that attack as well as an opportunity attack? Or do you want to just give me one attack? Uh, you can just say that it's your opportunity attack. Okay. <clears throat> okay. Works for me. Since I totally forgot about that. <laughs> oh, that's fine. That's no big deal. All so, right, so, roll for initiative? Uh, do you make the attacks first, or do you roll for initiative first? Um, how I've seen it played in you know, other sessions is they'll roll for initiative, and the three players will get their attacks in okay. order. Well, yeah. Roll kind of like a surprise attack. Okay. I got a five for Talon, so you guys are going thir- Thirteen. All right. I got a third. Yeah, thirteen too. You both got thirteen. Yeah. Uh, what's your dexterity modifier or initiative modifier? Uh, three. Well, Wait, you'll eight. beat me. Well, no, it's, you'll it's, it's thirteen, including the initiative. So I got a ten so you, plus three. Okay, so your initiative is three. So yeah. Rule-wise, you're supposed to go first. Okay, okay, gotcha. All right, so it will go you two. He goes first, so it'll go Vickless, Stonemeyer, the Yeti, and then Talon. So, Vickless, you're up first. All right, um... Let me see what I can do here. Oh boy. Um, So I am going to take out my dagger and then from my position of covered, I am going to throw that dagger to the hand of the Yeti in an attempt to make him drop the head. All right. Um, so to hit, I got... Holy shit, is that for real? 22. <clears throat> that hits. And for damage, I got a 4. No, wait, a six, because it's, it's one, the dagger. Oh, but I'm throwing it, so I guess that's not the same, right? So, so, no, uh, it's not the same. So how do you calculate the, the throwing be, damage? Uh, it'll be the same damage. You don't add anything to it. It'll be like 1d4. You don't yeah. get to use your strength or your finesse modifier or whatever. Oh, so it is the same damage as, as I'm as, as Yeah, I'm it's the same it. damage. You just don't get to add anything to it. Okay, like so if you stab something that's 1d4 plus 1, 2, or yeah, whatever, yeah. you don't get to add that plus into it. Okay, so it's uh, just 4. Yeah. 4 right. damage? 4 damage, and the Yeti does drop the head. He kind of throws it, and just for uh, flavor's sake and to be funny, it lands right at your feet. Awesome. <laughs> covered in slobber, right? Please. Yeah. Let me cover. Yes, it's covered, it's covered in greenish slobber. 
So Vlad, this is just Vlad just looks panic. And he panic. smells like a, a mixture of sulfur and rotten eggs. Oh God! So Vlad just looks panic, and he's he, you know he as, as panic as a mummified head could could look. And then he just he just doesn't say anything and looks at Vickles. Vickles picks him up, you know, from the ground. He's like, oh man, God damn it! I'm gonna have to like get you into a bath after this. And then Vlad just says, <laughs> I hate every moment that I have to spend with you. Please, just let me die. No, no, nonsense, man. Nonsense. You're living your best life. You did good. You did so good. He just got grabbed by a Yeti. Do you really think he's living his best life, Nicholas? She is. He totally that is. That thing looks strong as shit. He never would have gotten that opportunity otherwise. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. Uh, um, My turn? Yes, sir. <clears throat> Well, upon seeing the Yeti, Stonemeyer enters in to a rage. And he's also going to go into a frenzy at this rage. And so I'm going to roll for the opportunity attack. And that's an 11 plus 5, 16 as he swings with his great axe. Uh, that hits. Are you serious? Four plus... Let me make sure that works right. Yeah. Six damage. All right. <clears throat> and since that was the opportunity attack, I'll wait to use the bonus attack when it comes to be Stonemeyer's turn. It is your turn. Or do you mean to turn again? Yeah, well, after the surprise, our opportunity attack. And I'm not sure if you can do that in the opportunity attack or not. Okay, so would we just say that's your turn and then move on? Yeah, or? yeah. All right. Move on. So, Vickless, I need you to do a constitution save for me. Is everybody there? Yeah, I'm here. Did we lose Vickless? May have. Oh, sorry. I, I realized that I was muted. Oh, that's all right. <laughs> Don't worry. I was just talking. I was like, wait, what? Uh, uh, I got a three. <laughs> uh, you fail. Um, oh. The Yeti will stare at you, and it's like he's staring into your soul, and you feel your whole body start to freeze. I uh, can't. And you will take mm -hmm. 10 damage and you are paralyzed. Gotcha. Can I can I talk? Is it like no. paralyzed or I'm just like frozen like, like ice? You're like a statue. Oh shit, okay. Well, Vlad, can Vlad talk? 
Well, Vlad getting being stuck now is still like being helped by Viklas. He just looks at ha, serve, serve your right, motherfucker. That's what you get. That's what you get. <laughs> oh, fuck. I'm stuck here to help. Help. Oh. Uh, and... uh, at the beginning of your turn, at every turn now, you can make a con save to try and break the gaze. Okay. Uh, um, Talon's next, right? Yeah. <clears throat> Got a shitty two. Uh, Talon will charge forward at this thing and attempt to slice him with the sickles, and we'll see if he hits. Uh, that's an eight. He misses with the first one. And he misses with the second one. <laughs> so he's this NPC character of mine is kind of shitty. Um, Man, it's rolling the dice. Yeah. Especially with him being a level three now, because I leveled him down because his regular level, he's a plus eight to hit. Yeah. Um, We are back to Stonemire, I believe. Nah, Vickless goes before me. Oh, you do. Uh, You're right. Contact. Uh, right. saving. Uh, 17? You are not paralyzed. Anyway. <sighs> um, can he make, if he beat that thing, can he still make his attack? I'm not sure how that works. Um, rules oh, as written, no. Okay. That, that, um, that's your turn, right? That's your yeah. action. Okay. Yeah. But, but if you're the DM, you can allow that as a interaction and allow him an action if you want. Yeah, I will. That's that. your call. I will give that an interaction. You gonna allow me an action? Okay. Um. I figured you would, yell, you would yell back at uh, the head for taunting you. <laughs> um. Give me a second. I just got my boy over here. <laughs> One sec. That's fine. No problem. It's laid back. I'm just enjoying getting to play. Sorry, the combat's been a little clunky, guys. <laughs> Keeping up. Oh with man, it. it's it's hard to keep up with, ain't it? Like it is. I wish there was a better way to do it. Then I guess I could all tab, but it seems like WordPad opens up one window with like everything is treed under it. Um, I just opened up several different WordPad documents. Let's try and think of that. Well, for the next one shot, that's what I'll do. <laughs> I mean, that's and and that's just what works easier for me. Yeah, <clears> All right, so. Uh, how close is this uh, Yeti to Vickles right now? He is 20 feet from you. Ooh, that's... Hmm. <clears throat> I mean, I don't know, you probably know this, but you can use your movement to run. Well, that would be your action, but you can run. You can charge him or... Um, I'm actually going to move away from it. So I'm going to run... How, how much, or dash, rather? How how far away can I dash? Dash is 30 feet, right? 
Uh, dash is your movement doubled, I believe. Oh, okay, never mind. So it'd be 60 then, I think, if you move 30. But you could dash mm. 15 feet, and that would move you 30 feet. Well, I'm going to... So I'm 20 feet away from him. I'm just going to dash 10 feet away from this. So I'm staying at 30 feet. Okay. Uh, and I'm going to basically take cover uh, either against a rock or against a tree, whatever it's around at the moment. We'll say there's a standing tree that you can hide behind. Okay. And I'm also going to pull out my... Uh, my rapier and just have it in hand. So at this point I have uh, Vlad's uh, on one hand and then the rapier on the other. Uh, Stomeyer. Ah, um, my first attack is going to be I'm swinging two-handed with the axe. Getting a nine. No way, I get to add two to can, eleven. Can I... Uh, use uh, combat inf- inspiration on battle axe, or what is it? Yeah, Blood- I would assume. I think Blood axe. yeah, you can. Okay, so before or you can add this to your roll. So the way that it works is basically like an inspiration die, but you can only do do it to you decide if you add it to attack, mm-hmm. uh, or when you get attack to reduce whatever attack is. I'll so use got- it to attack. But, you know, so basically uh, what Vickless is going to do, he is going to um, chant an incantation while holding Vlad. And then Vlad's eyes are just going to like, he's going to he's gonna go into a little trance. The head goes into a trance. And there's like, like basically this green kind of like fell looking magic coming from the from the eyes. Okay. And then, and then you can use a, uh, what the fuck is it? I think it's a D4. Just make sure. I think you had said D4 in the... What? D6. 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 Yeah. And uh, you have 10, 10 minutes to use it. <laughs> and I get a 1 with that. <laughs> God, so, that's, uh, so that's a total... Was it 10? 4, 5, that's 9. With that 1, it's 10. And since I'm in rage... Hold on, I think I get advantage. That'd be good then. You can roll again. Yes, I do get <laughs> advantage on. It's a let's see, that's five, four, that's nine, one is ten. And from what I understand, I get to add two more to it. So that's twelve. You miss, sir. Oh. Ah. After all that, you missed. Yeah, I figured <laughs> I did. God, oh, man, I rolled low. I, and I get a second attack. Oh, okay, good. Uh, and I get to add the D6 to that as well, right? Um, all attacks are just a one. Because it says ten minutes. I think that does that just mean though you have ten minutes to use the D six once or that's what I'm not sure of. That's what I would. Well, let me see what it says here. So, um, so you get the bardic inspiration die. Let me just make sure that I get the mechanics for the bardic inspiration. 
Yeah, I think it's going to be just a one-time thing. Um, no, it's for 10 minutes. You get it to lasts. add... See, for really? 10 minutes, you... Yeah, th- th- well, I'm going to read what it says, and then we can decide. It says, yeah. for 10 minutes... Uh, this is so basically... A combat inspiration is a modification on bardic inspiration, which gives you the bardic inspiration dice. What the bardic inspiration dice says is for 10 minutes, the creature can add to one ability check. Well, in this case, it will be replace ability check attack roll or that just attack roll. Uh, this can be added after seeing the roll, but before knowing the outcome. Okay. I guess that doesn't matter. I, so I, I would I don't think know. that Dude. means one roll. I would think yeah. so, too. That's fine with me. Um, yeah. Because I got a 19. Hit. The Yeti is going to take a swipe at Talon. Oh, shit. Wait, wait a second, Jess. Uh, did you count my 19 to hit? Oh, I thought it was... I thought you got a 10. Oh, I got a second attack. Damage. Oh, I get a second attack. Okay, yeah, that hits. Okay, uh, the 12 plus 3, 13 plus 2, 15 damage. Damn. Nice chunk. Whew. I made up for that miss. Yes. And he is going to. Uh, okay, I, did, I said that already. All right, he's going to try his swipe his claws at Talon. Uh, that hits. And let's see, 2d6 slashing damage. 15 damage for Talon. Holy Ooh. shit. Yeah. How, how much health does he have? Uh, let me open. Yeah, I could have used that. Uh, he's <laughs> about at half right now. Okay. Oh. Yeah, he would be bloodied. Uh-huh. Um, Vickless, I believe it's your turn. Yeah. Okay, I am. I am going to cast a healing ward on my second uh, level spell, which basically would heal for. 2d4 plus 3. And I already rolled, and okay. I got it on an 11. Oh. So I am going to cast that on Talon. He is not as bloody. <laughs> <laughs> okay, no worries. And it's the same thing. He basically uses the head as a charm. The head goes into a trans blue light from the eyes, and yeah. I, um, so that would be your action, so... Mr. Stonemeyer. My turn. Uh, uh, 23. Hits. Hit. Yep. Uh, uh, 12 for 
Yes. Man, I need to play a barbarian. Seriously. <laughs> you're fat. Um, our Yeti is up, but he's not looking too great. I'll tell you, I hate fucking Yetis. <laughs> uh, I flick him off. Stonemaier. I need you to do a... Oh, no, the Yeti. That's right, it's Talon's turn. The Yeti took his turn. Uh, let's try the sickles again. Oh, he actually hit one. Nice. <laughs> oh, he hit twice. So he rushes forward. He swings his sickles and connects two nice shots to the chest area of this monster. Doing a total of... Eight. 16 damage. Sweet. Yeah. Okay. These sickles are pretty sweet. Yeah, they are pretty good. Is what is he a what kind of class is he? Uh he's a ranger. Nice, okay. He's a ranger that has um what is it, two weapon fighting, I think. Okay. The arrangements are pretty sweet too. Yeah, I like it. Um, I'm not like, the barbarian. I think better than I like anything. Yeah, that would be fun. I always I looked at that. Jeez. Uh, Matt Deviclus, right? Is it? Yes. Okay. I just want to make sure I didn't need to be coming. That's right, Viclus Stonemeyer, the Yeti, and okay. Yep, back okay. to Viclus. And uh, how is this thing looking? Still kind of wavering, I guess, but it's not yeah, he's bloody wavering. yet. No, okay. he's not done yet, but he's wavering. He's looking like a fucking demon from the underhill. Never traverse there. Never really want to. Stonemeyer dwarf master, sir. Oh, I'm fucking going. That's my homeland. It's like a like a one man war machine. This dwarf. You're from the underdark. <laughs> no. I feel like they're just having this conversation while this fucking game. Yeah, well, this... <laughs> <laughs> um... All right. Vicklas. So I'm at 30 feet away, right? Yes. Uh-huh. Okay, so I can't really... do that... Give me a second. I was trying to think if I'm going to jump this thing. <laughs> um, I mean, do, do I get a movement and an attack? Is that what I get? Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry, Jason. I think, isn't it? Isn't that right? Yes. You get a okay. movement and an action. Action, which could be an attack or whatever you want it to yeah. be. All right. <clears throat> I so apologize, this... I keep stepping on your turn. No, you go right ahead, that's fine. <laughs> so what I'm going to do is... I think I'm right, but I second guess everything, so you go right ahead. Uh, so Vickless is going to grab the head with two hands, look at him, and like, if this is the last time that I get to see you, friend, it's been emotional. And then he just gives the head a little kiss on the forehead, and the, the, the blood's like, what the fuck, dude, seriously, stop it with the, the, the kiss, and it's like, shh, 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 shh. 
no tears, just dreams now. And then just put the little finger on, on his lips, and then he just puts uh, the head back into the into the bag. Get a tavern room! <laughs> <laughs> oh, I so, realized we was that kind of party. <laughs> and then Big Classes pulls out the, like, he grabs his rapier, and then he's going to dash, um, I guess, 20 feet towards this thing. Or 25 yep. feet. Um, and he's going to attack uh, with his rapier. And let me just do the roll here. Uh, what the hell is this thing? Okay, so that's 17. That hits. And I eight. Oh, he's barely standing. Uh, um, I'm also going to my turn now, right? Yeah. You threw reckless. Okay. Yep. I'm also going to go reckless, as well as in a rage, because that gives me advantage on my attack rolls. But it will also give the Yeti advantage when it goes to attack me. Okay. Um, if I had seen that a while ago, I would have used that. Uh, let's see. 20. Oh, I'm pissing the die. God, it's got it. Ooh. Okay, so with advantage, that's 9. That'll be 14. Oh, you almost hit. Oh, no. <laughs> Dang. That's uh, it. All right. Uh, Stonemeyer, I need you to make a con save. Uh, I feel like I'm fixing to die now. Let's see what. Oh, you fail, sir. Um, He looks into your soul much like he did with Vickless. You take 13 damage and you are paralyzed for the next minute. Jeez. 13 damage. How much health do you have? All together? Well... Uh, or right now. <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm getting to. You said 13? Yeah, yeah, I still, yeah. Got, I still got 27 health. Uh, oh, Talon is going to run back and shoot an arrow at this thing again. Since the sickles were working so not great. Oh, Jesus. Critical one, so he shoots himself in the arm. Oh, oh, oh man, that hurt. <laughs> it's Vickless's turn. Oh, ouch, mate. I mean, I, I, are you? It's happened more than I'd like to admit. <laughs> oh, dude. Um, 
Okay, so I guess right now I'm pretty close to this thing. So you you can never say that the DM played favorites with his own characters. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you're, you're um, what are you? Twenty, ten feet from it. I, th- I think you were at twenty, and then you ran yeah. forward, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna dash again back thirty feet and look for cover. And as my action, I am going to cast True Strike, which is a cantrip. Okay. And the way that it works is. You point a finger at a target in range, which is 30 feet, and your magic grants you a brief insight into the target's defenses. On your next turn, you gain advantage on your first attack roll against the target, provided that this spell hasn't ended yet, which it probably won't. So so I do that. <clears throat> All right. Um, do I have to tell you what he's immune to? Is that how that works? No, it doesn't say any. I think it's just... Like it just gives me a, a it's basically an advantage an insight. Oh, okay, okay. To his weak point. That's yeah, how I it, understand it. Okay. If, if you want to do it for like RP purposes, but I, I yeah, think he's he's afraid of fire. He's okay. pretty much immune to everything except fire. Okay. Um, Stonemire, would you like to do a con save? Oh, that's right. I'm paralyzed. I need to roll over these. Fifteen. Uh, uh, you tie it, so I'm gonna that I'm gonna say you pass. Ah. Uh, so um. No longer paralyzed. So I get an action now. Yep. Uh, Twenty-one to hit. That hits. Stonemire Blood Axe, how do you kill this Yeti? Nice. I cut him on the wicklet. Did you see how the axe went right through the middle of him right there? I cut him in half. Blood sprays everywhere and the ground shakes as this thing falls apart and all the body parts just thud on the ground around you. I didn't get any on you, did I? Then I tied him. You splashed him right in the face just to go go with the <laughs> critical one. <laughs> so he's standing there covered in blood. And, because... I thought, and I thought that trying to save the world in my own time was worse than this. It's just as bad. <laughs> <laughs> Vickless just like comes out of like he just stands up from where he was hiding and then he just starts clapping. Holy shit. Bravo. Bravo. Like, that's just... That was... <laughs> my friend, what you can do with an axe is pure art. And I take a bow. I got one more question for you. Yeah. You, you see this big bastard right here? Yeah. All right. Do you want his head? Look at him. Could you imagine you if him you, in the eye? I mean, how big is this? <laughs> um, it's a large creature, I believe the Yeti is. Yeah. Um, it's ten feet, so 
Oh, bad. Um, tempting, but I don't have enough space in my back. And then you hear, <laughs> and then no, no, I don't have that uh, item anymore. Oh yeah. Uh, but like, but basically, out of the bag, you hear the heads like, "You're not fucking putting a jetty head in this back with me. Don't you dare." Don't you fucking dare. I guess I'll pass. <clears throat> I'm a different man now. And he just looks Last? into the distance. Are you what? sure? I, yeah. I mean, otherwise I would have to drag it to town and it's just. Oh, but I'm then fucking again... taking it if you don't want it. But then again, how are we going to prove to the town people that we're, we're going to get rid of the take problem? the head to prove that we killed this thing. Although with that cry it just made there i mean they probably know but i think let's just i I personally would like to see you do a um, ventriloquist thing with that head oh that's that's way too big mate plus i don't think i don't think that lot will take kind to that he gets a little jealous (laughs) i'll take the great axe and you want me to roll to cut it off cleanly or Nah, you just do whatever you want. Alright. That goes up. Like, flips up in the air. Like, he tosses it up in the air. And it flips, twirls, and comes down right across his neck. And pops it off. Wow. You are good with that axe, Dunmire. That's what I told you. I hate fucking fighting. But I hate a fucking yay worse. And then he starts pissing on the rest of his body. From the strength of your piss, the body of the Yeti dissolves. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. That was some good fucking ale. I wonder what that thing did to your body. Hmm? You want now? I was just, I said, I wonder what that ale did to your body, if it can melt that body there. Oh, it don't do nothing to the jaw. We have livers like concrete palace. Ouch. And you guys have beaten the one shot unless you want, do we want to take the head back and role play that out? Or I really didn't think past this point. That's up to y'all. I mean, that's good. Let's just just roll it. Let's just, just, uh, we can stop it once we get the reward. Let's, uh, uh, I guess we should. Good thing you took the head because we don't have a body now and Talon kind of looks down at everything dissolving. <laughs> I'll take... You want to take the head, Vickless? So Vickless just pulls out a bunch of robot of his bag. <clears throat> and then he pulls out Vlad's head. And then Vlad's just... Basically, just complaining of because well, fuck, oh, what the fuck, man? And then he, Vickless just looks at Vlad, looks at the jetty head, looks at Vlad's head again. Vlad looks confused, looks at what's happening, and Vlad looks like, oh, no, 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 mate, mate, no, no, like, look, anything that I have said to you in the past, it's not like I am sorry, <laughs> Vickless. I like my backspace, okay? So, hmm, and then Vickless just says, you know, I know a guy in Waterdeep that can shrink heads. <clears throat> no, 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 no. Vickless, don't, don't. And then he just tosses Vlad to the side. And then with the rope, he just grabs the, the jetty head. And then he just, you know, wrap it around 
the head so he can drag it back to town. Yeah, new yeah. head. <clears throat> so you're getting rid of uh Yep, Vlad the Rootless. Hand. Yeah, Vlad the Rootless is now lying there complaining. Well, well since this is Jesse's one shot, oh, can I have him? Uh, sure. Go for it, man. That guy oh, was pain in the sorry, ass. I'm answering late. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> uh, uh, so my walks over there, picks up the head. How we doing, little fella? No. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Can you raise me a little higher, please? Oh, sure. So he okay. takes a rope and sticks it through the hole in the sheets and wraps it around so his head like sticks right there in his crotch, you know, facing outward. Oh, look, I got a talking willy. Look no, Nicholas, don't do this to me, man. Don't do this to me. Oh, Come back. Come back, Nicholas. Don't leave me like this. <clears throat> Sorry, man. You do want it to be independent. This is your opportunity to do so. Oh, look at me tiny head. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, that didn't, I didn't mean it like that. <laughs> oh. I always heard dwar- I always heard dwarves left something to be desired. At least that's what the women in the taverns have told me. Why don't you ask little Rootless here how big it is down there? <laughs> Rootless, how big is it down there? The kid just cries. <laughs> <laughs> and Stonemaier pulls out both bottles that he has left in his bag. Oh, what do you say to a drink? Oh, I'm down for that. Yeah, he shares I, it around. I let myself go, so I'm in. Uh, oh, battle well done, mates. Battle well done. And he yeah. pulls the uh, root, uh, what, Vlad the Rootless up. There you go. You have a little bit, too. Okay. He pours it down his it just, like, goes out his neck. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, that was good. What, what, you piss all over me, you little. That's it. Yeah, that's it. You're going in a box whenever we get back. I'm a, I'm a, a box? Oh my god, no, Pickless, you can't do this to me. Pickless, oh, my back. <laughs> I can just feel you like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. So, yeah. Um, <laughs> I, just because I think this would be funny, um, you hear a noise coming from Talon's bag. It sounds like a rustling and when you guys look over at the bag, a gray cat jumps out, walks over, and starts to bat at Rootless. <laughs> Whoa. Oh, 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 what the fuck? Oh, oh, oh. oh sorry, oh. sorry, sorry. I, that, that's Fruffles. I didn't realize that he uh, hid in my bag. He's not supposed to come on adventures. Thank God oh. the bag didn't get smashed. That's oh, a look cute at him. Head. He's having fun. You can do it again, little kitty. Yeah, it bats at the head again. It starts no. to use the head like a scratching post. Oh, 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 look at him go. Would you like a drink there, little kitty? Stop it. Stop it. <laughs> he, gives a little, he gives the cat a swallow and the liquor in the bottle. He drinks the ale and he, like, starts to walk around real woozy. Oh. <laughs> oh, that's what I'm talking about. That's more kind of cat. So, head back to town? Yep, head back to town. Hey, Vickless is just dragging this big ass head. <laughs> oh, that is just hilarious. 
Well, I know I, I'm going to go to that asshole's place and get me a bottle of liquor back from what he owes me. What if he drank? Oh. I was like go to his house and I was going to search yeah, around. Yeah, I see. Hopefully he has more. I mean, maybe he's the type that doesn't ever drink very often. Oh, he better have more or else I'll show him the fucking yeti head. As you guys walk into the town, you see a flock of people gathered around a gallows and the man is being hanged for his crimes of bringing the Yeti to the town. They don't care that he was uh, remorseful. They're showing what happens when you play with magic and you summon things and they hang him right on the spot. Oh, well then. Okay, do we see him? Have they hung him whenever we're walking in? Uh, They're just starting to do it and he yells at you, I hope you stop the Yeti! <laughs> Should we let him pay for his sins or try to save his old ass? Alright, I guess I suppose to say let's just save him. Excuse me, <clears throat> everyone. Hi. The executioner Welcome. turns and lower lowers the rope and kind of looks at you. We're trying to have a hanging here. What are you interrupting us for? Hi. And I grab Stonemeyer grabs his axe out. You don't fucking hang anybody just yet. Hold on. You summoned the monster that killed all these townspeople. I mean, we count 20 bodies missing. Yes, and you know what I have right here, and then I just kind of like step aside because I'm dragging this thing, and I just point at the head. You got you all hear you hear an audible gasp from the townspeople. Go ahead, Mister Executioner. Ask them who cut his fucking head off. He did. The dwarf did. He saved the day. He can oh. also fly. <clears throat> <laughs> He can also fly when he gets kicked in the ass. <laughs> it's called the ass kick spell. You never heard of it. <laughs> There's a wizard standing there with a staff. I have never heard of it, and I've been studying magic for 80 years. Well, you're in the wrong fucking book, man. <laughs> Trust me, it works. I had it happen about an hour ago. So you're saying that we should spare this man's life because that you killed the monster. What about what he did? He got people killed for his own amusement not only that <clears throat> if you allow me to just uh talk to you all for a second this poor man doesn't know anything about magic whatsoever in fact he's an idiot that's what he is he oh, just made some mistakes and he owes my friend a bottle of liquor <clears throat> now <laughs> the problem with the jetty has been resolved and I would argue that if it's anybody's fault that this is happening, is that wizard over there. And I just point to the wizard that just said, I never heard of like... What the I hell did I do? Well, sir, if you are a member of this town and you knew that there was some weird shit happening and you did not sense the magic happening around you, this is clearly your fault. So, we need to hang the wizard, they all grab the wizard. <laughs> <laughs> I got no problem with that. Yeah, I got no problem. And they, they string him up, and you hear the rope drop as he is hung. And um, the there's there's a portly hobbit that steps forward, the portly halfling. I'm the mayor of this town, and I say 
there is your payment. And he hands you both or all three of you um, purses with gold. And I say this man still needs to be punished for his crimes. So he has to leave the town and live as a hermit. He needs to be punished for what he did, regardless of if he meant to. He owes me a fucking bottle of liquor. Then I don't give a good god damn what you do with me. <laughs> I don't want none of that rock gut shit either. Since he made this deal with you, you can go raid his liquor. Oh, fucking gents, I'm gone. Nicholas, <laughs> 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 uh, you want to go and share in the liquor? What about uh... you, Talon? I'm in. Let's do this. Absolutely. Everybody, don't touch the head. Thank you. <clears throat> and you uh, have reached the end of the Strawberry Village. Amazing. Oh. The of the Strawberry Village. Man, that, that was, was awesome. awesome. Yeah. <laughs> that was definitely awesome. That was I used awesome, to work right? on battle a little, but that's a little clunky. But. No, I thought I 